You're listening to the Brandon Bishop Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and all that, Brandon Bishop. Wait a minute, what's going on? What's what's going on right now? What, what's happening? It, it's not it's not even next week yet. You just released, Brandon. You just released an episode of the Brandon Bishop podcast, and now it's like a day later, and there's something else to listen to. What what's happening right now? Who are you? What's go, what's going on? How long have I been here? I'm at home. My cat is in the background. Marcy J. Cat is in the background. You can hear her. She's meowing up a storm because she doesn't know what's going on either. She's like, you did this already. You're just sitting there talking into a computer screen and a microphone with a big round mesh thing in front of it. What is happening? We already did this. The world's coming coming to an end for my cat. She's already had enough. If she hears my voice and it's not directed towards her, then all is not right in the universe. And I can't blame her. I'm her whole universe. It's just me and her in this house. And, and uh, you know, occasionally my son's here every week uh, for, you know, half the week. And But mainly it's just me and her. And if I'm talking and it's not to her, then it's got to be weird, Right. Like, who are you talking to? I mean, can you imagine, like, looking at things from a cat's point of view? Or a dog, if you got a dog. Just why humans do the things that they do. Like, why did you pour all that stuff into the, into your blender, your Vitamix, and, 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 and blend it all up and make that weird noise that made me run into the bedroom? And, and then it smells like coffee in here, and, and, and then you start sucking down this, this, gla- this like, cylinder-shaped... Uh, uh, a thermos, like mini thermos type thing full of bulletproof coffee. Why would you do that? And now I'm getting text messages from my next girlfriend. Holy shit, that's weird. What the hell does she want? Gross. Oh, she sent me a picture? Oh, this has to be spam or something. Ugh. I have no idea what this is about. Anyway, so I'm going to go ahead and swipe left, hit the big red delete button, and goodbye. Uh, but this actually kind of plays into uh, as I turn volume off my phone because that's the professional thing to do, Brandon. Anyways, I'm sucking down a bulletproof coffee right now. I got my cat in the background. She's the co-host of this show. Uh, she has no idea why humans do what they do. Uh, your pets probably look at you just like, feed me, love me, and just I'll accept you for the crazy animal that you are, human. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I'm back, just a day and a half after I released the, uh, oh my goodness, cat. Do you see I'm trying to do some business here? There are millions of people, cat, that listen to this podcast every single week. And they're all wondering why I'm doing a bonus episode right now. And you're in the background just looking at me while you're meowing at me. Don't look at me while you meow at me. Actually, where the hell are you? This is really weird. It sounds like she's right next to me, but I don't see her anywhere. Hey, what? Oh, you're behind the couch. That makes sense. 
Okay, you can go ahead and shut up now. Shut up. 14 years you've been yelling at me. You slept on my chest for seven hours last night, and then you snuggled me for another hour, and now you still want more attention. I don't have that kind of attention to give you. I have two podcasts I do. I run three television networks. I'm a singer for One-Eyed Buffalo. I still got an album to record. My son and I are published authors. I run monthly charity events, and you're going to sit there and meow at me when I'm trying to get things done? (laughs) She's in the other room now. Oh, finally, some piecing. No, I can still hear her. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, the reason I'm doing this bonus episode is because next week I was going to answer a bunch of uh, of your questions and comments and things that you've been sending me. Apparently, uh, you guys are listening to the podcast. That's awesome. Uh, I know we got a lot of downloads, but I, you know, th- that can mean someone listened for 15 seconds and it was like, yeah, yeah well, this sucks, and then moved on, but. Apparently, a lot of you people are listening, and I put out a request to get some uh, some interaction from you, the listener, and I would like to uh, follow up on that right now. I got a bunch of them, man. Um, some of them are just standard dumb questions, and I appreciate those, too, because I'm a standard dumb kind of guy. Let me get a sip real quick of Bulletproof Coffee. Bulletproof Coffee is amazing, okay? Let me, let me do a quick plug here. No, they're not paying me, even though they should be, because I talk about this shit every single week. My mom hooked me up with Bulletproof Coffee. I used to get the the little, she's addicted to it. It gets her through the day, and I always kind of went like, I'm not a coffee guy. I'm not. I never have been a coffee guy. I don't even really care for the taste of coffee. Sure, it gives you energy, but I'd always crash uh, pretty badly sometimes. (laughs) I'd be asleep at like 5 o'clock in the afternoon because I'm done. But uh, my mom got hooked on this Bulletproof stuff, and it's like this brain octane oil. You can get it at all the health food places and probably even like Target and stuff, I imagine. I've never bought it. Um, but she, my mom actually gifted me like this whole case of these Keurig Bulletproof coffee cups and then um, the brain octane oil, which is uh, it's crazy expensive. Like, thank you, mom. Like, I didn't expect that, and uh, but I appreciate it big time because I'm uh, now I'm hooked on it. But what you do is you make a cup of coffee in the Keurig, just a cup, and then I pour that into the Vitamix, and then you take a tablespoon of unsalted butter. I prefer Kerrygold butter because it's the best butter in the world. Um, maybe I'll do that as a product placement someday. And then you put a little tablespoon of that, and then you take a tablespoon of that brain octane oil. You stick it all in the Vitamix. You, you foam it up. You, 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 you scare your cat with it, and then you drink it, and then you're set for the day. So if you need a good pick-me-up that's not unhealthy, that's not, um, you know, that doesn't make you crash in a few hours. Give it a shot, man. It's not cheap. It's not cheap. They also make the pre-packaged ones like in this, in the fridge section of health food stores and things like that. So, but there's a reason I talk so fast and there's a reason I have such up and down inflection. Uh, it's because of Bulletproof Coffee and it, uh, it gets you focused. It, I know it sounds like a gimmick and I don't fall for gimmicks, but damn it, it freaking works. Okay, so why am I doing a bonus episode? Uh, because uh, you sent a bunch of stuff in, and I didn't want to wait a week to get to it. I think it's uh, a lot of fun to interact with people. This is not going to be a typical show. This is a bonus episode. This is an addendum. I, uh, I'm not going to do, I, I guess I just did a product placement, but there'll be no Dungeon of Douche. There'll be no Hall of Respect. There'll be no uh, you know headlines and all that stuff that we normally do on the show. It's just going to be straight up me answering uh, the questions and uh, responding to the comments that you sent so I guess we can get started. I need a soundbite, though. 
Oh, I, wait, I do got a sound. I do have a sound bite. I do got a sound. Did I just say I do got? I do got a sound bite for this hand. Freaking blues clues. Never fails. Want to wag my tail? Yell, Mel! <laughs> oh my god, that brought back like just the best memories ever. Uh, my kid was never like a big uh, like kids cartoon like type of kid. He. He always preferred like Family Guy and South Park, <laughs> but uh, we occasionally got down with some Blues Clues, man, and I think I enjoyed it probably more than he did at that point, <laughs> especially even now because that's just the greatest thing ever right there. <laughs> <coughs> I'm dying. Okay. Um, thank you, Blues Clues. I think that's from the original Blues Clues. I like the original host better than the secondary host. Like, don't mess with the formula, Okay. Just don't do it. Wait, did the original host kill himself or something like that? I I, I don't even want to know, honestly. I'm not going to look it up and confirm or deny uh, any of that stuff. Um, it's too depressing to think that the host of the original Blues Clues is in some kind of peril, if not no longer with us. Don't want to think about it. Anyways, let's get to uh, the mail. I went out to my uh, mailbox out on the street corner and... Uh, Opened it up, and there was all your letters in there. I'm kidding. This all came on Facebook and Instagram and stuff. Ah, here we go. Um, like I said, a lot of these questions are just dumb, like stupid, like, I can't think of a good question, so I got to put something out there. And yeah. This first question is uh, definitely that. Uh, it's from Justin. Justin. A lot of you wanted to remain anonymous. I guess the stupid questions wanted to be re- re- remain anonymous. I don't. I, I don't remember who Justin is. <laughs> it's, it's one of those probably Facebook friends that, uh, yeah, just kind of like happened somehow. You ever get those? You're like, who is this person? And Justin, if you're listening, I'm sorry if if you're somebody I actually know and I forgot who you were. It's it's a it's a blur of faces and names for me sometimes. So so Justin asked. Um, and this is one of those, I, I just, maybe he's looking for something for the old uh, Justin Spank Bank, but who's the most beautiful woman on earth? And that's impossible. To, I mean, on earth, I, mean, I haven't seen everybody on earth, of course, but um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different categories you can uh, take that down to or narrow it down into. Is it like the best, most beautiful personality, the most beautiful smile, the most beautiful blonde, the most beautiful uh, Samoan, the most beautiful, you know, Asian, the most beautiful, whatever. I guess if, if you're talking about the, the total package, um, and if I do say these names, do not go and look them up. <laughs> Cause honestly, some of the most beautiful people in the world are, are women, I guess are women that I know. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a girl named Nina here in town and, that's just unbelievable. But but I don't know her that well to call her the most beautiful woman because she's fun to look at. Like Carly Henderson up in Chicago. She's a newscaster. Uh, Britt Baker is another newscaster. I'm attracted to newscasters, by the way. Um, like one, one of my best friends, Laura, is probably the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my life uh, in all aspects, personality and, you know, eye candy, whatever. 
I don't know. It's, it's, it's an impossible question to answer, so I'm not going to spend too much time on that. Uh, don't go through my friends list and look up for these names, please. Um, that's just creepy. Another newscaster, uh, Kyle Gaylor, too. Oh, I said her last name, shit. Uh, anyway, th- uh, let's go to the next question. <laughs> I'm starting to think of all the, the hot chicks that I know, yeah. And there's a bunch of them, man. And I've, yeah, it's, and I, actually, I think that is a good question because you got me thinking, and that's what a question is supposed to do. Uh, anyways, next question is from Matthew. Why would you support Andrew Yang for president when he has no chance of winning? Well, they said the same thing about Obama in uh, whatever year he was elected. And they said that he was never going to win. I didn't support. Uh, actually, at first, I did support Obama. I, I, was, I, I fell for it. Um, I like the fact that it was something completely different, not just the color of his skin. That's what stupid people think. But it was just a different approach to politics, and I liked it, especially after eight years of Bush and then eight years before that of Clinton. Um, it's funny how politics divide people, and it's it's really sad, too. It's really sad that, you know, and no offense to you, Matthew, but it's, it's just sad that that's even a question. Everyone has a chance. Um, I don't want to see Joe Biden versus Trump. It, it, <laughs> it's just, um, ugh, it, that just sounds awful. That's That's not as bad as Hillary versus Trump, but... I don't think Biden can win. I think he's like the next the next John Kerry to, you know, versus Bush Jr. I, I don't think Joe Biden w- w- will be a thing. So I would rather put my uh, my money on somebody new. And I've always been a Bernie Sanders guy. I love Bernie Sanders. He's the closest thing to Henry Wallace that we've got today. I just hate, and I hate to admit this because I'm not an, an age shamer, but the guy is, you know, in his mid-70s. And if we want eight years out of him, he'll be in his mid-80s or early 80s. And, you know, realistic. I'm being realistic here. Not many people last to, you know, 90 years old. And usually the last five or six years are not that great. So we, it's as much as I love him, I want somebody that's going to represent his ideals then also add a bunch of different things uh, to even bolster his ideas so Andrew Yang, man, I mean, it's just, why do you say he has no chance? Nobody knew who Obama was when, when he ran. Nobody knew who Clinton was when he ran. So, you know, nobody thought Trump had a chance. I sure the hell didn't. So don't, don't say he doesn't have a chance. He's got a great plan that actually is the closest thing to what I would do if I was running. And I said this, actually, I think on the first episode we did of the Brandon Bishop podcast, if you go to um, YouTube, look up The Angry Show, type in ASYTV, The Angry Show, and then look for The Brandon Plan, it's very, very similar to what Andrew Yang is running on. Anyways, next question. Um, <laughs> cats or dogs from Trish? Um, I'm sorry, Trish, uh... Cats are, I'm a cat guy, obviously. I, I think we've covered that in the beginning of the show. I like dogs. I like other people's dogs. It's kind of like other people's kids. Like, I love my son. I would never trade a minute of the time we've had together for anything. But I don't want any more kids. And I have this weird audio sensory thing, which has cost me friendships and relationships, um, where I can't, like, if a dog's drinking water, 
I got to leave the effing room, dude. If he's eating, you know, loudly or if he's, you know, licking his balls or whatever he's doing, I can't be in the same room with that. I hate it. It kills me. Like, even if someone's like just chewing loud or, you know, high pitch lisping and stuff like that, you know, we should actually do a, a whole segment about this because it's serious. It has affected me. I'd say daily for my entire adult life, even through my teenage years and stuff like that. So I don't think there's a cure. I think it's a mental thing and it's uh, annoying as hell, which is why I want to live out in the middle of nowhere on a mountain with no neighbors, nobody booming rap music, nobody (laughs) bothering me. So, um, yeah, so listen to this podcast. Get a Psy TV, get a Psy Paranormal, uh, buy my son and I's book. And uh, buy my album when it comes out, or the last album that's on iTunes now. I'll give you all that information in the download. You already know that information. So I can have that house on the hill away from all of you. (laughs) Anyway, that's why I don't want a dog. My cat drives me crazy enough, as you already know. Next question from, um, just call me sexy as fuck, okay? Or sexy as F, I guess that means uh, the the, the bad F word, uh, which is fudge. If you eat too much fudge, you will die. Uh, My favorite cartoon. That is the best question all night. (laughs) The reason I say that is because I primarily watch mostly cartoons. I'd have to say my favorite one's probably Family Guy, still. Followed very closely by Rick and Morty. Followed very closely by American Dad. Followed very closely by South Park. uh, Followed very closely by old cartoons like Rocco's Modern Life and... Uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing out a, a, a ton of them here. Uh, I, I, I just like animated, you know, adult animation is the best thing in the world. When I was a kid, I grew up on, of course, Scooby-Doo, which was amazing. Uh, I remember being a big fan of the Flintstones, and uh, my earliest memories are watching old Mickey Mouse stuff and Bugs Bunny. Oh, my God, Warner Brothers back in the day was everything for me. So I was a big fan of the heels, too, the bad guys, like Daffy Duck and Sylvester uh, the Cat and just... I love stuff like that, and I still love it. I'll watch it probably until the day I die. The last thing I watch will most likely be an animated uh, uh, piece of film. So, anyways, uh, next question. Let's see here. From Odell. When will Asai TV return to Roku? Well, it's on Roku right now, but it's in shambles. Let me give you a little insight on that, actually. Uh, I I could talk for an hour on that alone. I had a developer... Uh, I won't say his name because it's not important. Uh, He basically, uh, for four years, was the laziest, most non-productive. I like him as a person. I've been to his house a bunch of times, his beautiful wife and kids. Uh, But as far as his work ethic was just the drizzling shits. Um, As far as him doing what I asked was the drizzling shits. As far as him uh, begging for money, he was great at that. But I had to fire him. I didn't even tell him, honestly. I just cut him off, stopped paying him. Um, <laughs> the way I see it, and, and there's a reason for that, too. It wasn't just me being a dick. But when you when you ask somebody for months to do the simplest damn thing, for months, and you get no reply, and then all of a sudden you get, oh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's time to pay your monthly bill. I'm like, motherfucker, you haven't done shit to deserve it. You haven't done anything. You make all these promises. You make all this, uh, all these delusion, grandeur, just delusions of grandeur. 
and you promise and you promise and you promise and you get all these great ideas and we get on the phone and you you got me feeling good and warm and fuzzy. I'm like, like cool, finally, finally, this guy's going to pull his head out of his ass and get something done because I've been paying you every fucking month for it. And nope. So finally, I said, you know what? I'm going to treat him that way. I'm just going to change everything, change all the passwords, build the damn site myself. And uh, that's why we have a site, TV.com, looking and working as good as it does now, because I did it. I didn't have to wait for anybody anymore. God, that shit pisses me off. You know, if you're in business, you do what the fuck you said you're going to do. Got me all fired up with this one, thinking about this guy. Do what you said you're going to do. Do it to the best of your abilities. And don't make promises you can't keep. There's very, very few times I've ever been forced to not live up to a promise. And it's always been out of my hands for the reason being. But yeah, I built it myself. It's running great. People are loving it. And it's only going to get bigger and better from here. We are going to return back to the question to Roku as well as Apple TV and Amazon. I already got a different developer, hopefully, who's not a big bag of shit. I already got another developer making these things for me. So it's just a matter of making money. So go to AsaiTV.com. Subscribe now. Hundreds of hours of commercial-free original entertainment. TV shows you never even knew existed. There's truly something for everybody on there. There's things that'll make you laugh, make you cry, make you think, get you inspired, make you want to get out of the house and travel. All kinds of good stuff on a side TV. So if every one of you that's listening right now goes and gets the network, then that's just going to be one step closer to us getting back on all the streaming platforms, such as Roku. You can get it right now on Roku, but it's it's. It's a classic example. What? Okay, go. Yeah, go get it right now. And actually, don't don't waste your money. But it's just this empty shell of a network on there. And that is the last thing that he did. That is the last thing that he did. And I changed all the passwords and all that upload stuff, so he can't even take that off. But that is the perfect example of what a bag of shit this guy was, as far as a as far as his business ethics and his. Uh, Skills go as a developer. Anyway, enough of that shit. I'm going to keep this positive. Uh, predictions for uh, Rick and Morty Season 4. That's from Jim. Oh, my buddy Jim in Detroit. Um, I guess we're going back to the cartoon stuff. I've, I'm, I'm just going to keep it simple. I'm hoping it's amazing. Like, I'm hoping they uh, stick to a lot of the underlying storylines, give us all those little secret Easter eggs. and uh, just I love Rick and Morty so much. It, it the only reason it's not my favorite cartoon is because I have a long history with Family Guy, and um, it takes so damn long to get a new season, like a year and a half. I guess the new season starts in November on Adult Swim, so uh, got my fingers crossed, and I can't wait till uh, can't wait till that gets into my eyeballs. How did you and your son get a book published? By the way, we ordered it, and it's really good. Great messages, easy to read from Bryce. Um, who the hell's Bryce? Do I know any Bryces? Anyway, um, Bryce, thank you so much for supporting us, man. Uh, my son and I would just joke around with the name Billy Fred. Like, I'd say, your name, you're Billy Fred. And he'd go, no, you're Billy Fred. That's how we, we have this unique relationship. And it's, uh, it's wonderful. And we just constantly rib each other and just poke fun at each other. And uh, Billy Fred just kind of, we just, I don't even know how the name Billy Fred Whopper Goggles came up, but I just remember we were singing in the car like we always do, and Billy Fred Whopper Goggles, whatever. We're just putting words together at that point. 
And then we said, you know, we should make a story about that. And then we did it. We just started writing. I uh, reached out to the first publisher. They We beat out a few hundred other books that month to get a publishing deal. It's not a self-published deal. We're with Indigo River Publishing. And, um, yeah, it's it's been great. It's been selling pretty good on Amazon. I know he sells a lot of them at uh, expo events and stuff. And uh, we got another Billy Fred book started. And we got another whole, another whole book called... Uh, Chicken Snake and Chupacabra Cow, which is already submitted, and they said they're going to approve it. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really, really cool to share that with him, and that's something that we'll have for the rest of our life. If you want to get a book published, try Indigo River. Maybe it works for you. Uh, maybe the self-publishing avenue works for you. Who knows? But the first thing you have to do is make a book, like write the book, and then send it to a friend that does editing that's smarter than you. That's what I did. I sent it to a bunch of them, and then I got it back, and then Indigo River put it through a bunch of different editors. It's a process. Don't get me wrong. It's not like I got a book, send it up, and it's you know on shelves. It's, it's not that at all. It, it, it took about seven, eight months to get this thing uh, available for the public, and it's still available, and you can order it now at uh, Amazon.com, Billy Fred Whopper Goggles. I think you'll really enjoy it if you got a kid between 7 and 15 or if the kid can read at five or four, where he comes out of the vagina reading a book, he'll love this book. It's got great messages. It's about walking in another in other people's shoes and experiencing why they act the way they act. It's pretty deep, especially for a kid's book. And it's written. He came up with all the ideas. I kind of filled in the blanks. We wrote it together uh, side by side right here in front of the same computer I'm looking at right now. So can't complain at all about this whole experience. It's teaching him business ethics and uh, business just getting him out there in front of people, shaking hands and, and making money. The kid makes more money than I do. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great thing all around. And thank you so much for buying the book, man. That's, that's awesome. Okay, here's a long one. What is this from Jamie? Advice for a single mom with two jobs trying to get in shape. Don't mention my name, please. L-O-L. Uh, okay, well, uh, Jamie, I don't know much about getting into shape because I'm a fat shit right now. Um, as far as uh, allotting your time, I, I, I'm not in your situation, sweetheart. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, uh, you know, what you got going on. I mean, it, getting in shape is relatively on paper. It's simple. You eat right and you, you work out when you can. Uh, 20 minutes a day of working out will maintain your figure and uh, an hour a day will help you improve your, your figure it depends on what you're trying to do. If you're trying to tone, if you're trying to get muscular, if you're just trying to lose weight, cardio is the way to do it. Uh, I've always been told to do an hour of cardio or 20 or 30 minutes, whatever, as much as you can get in of cardio. And you could just do that from jumping jacks and squats and stuff like that and just do a home workout like I do. Uh, I don't really have time to get up and go to a gym. I mean, sure, it's only an hour at the gym, but then you got to think it's 15 minutes there, it's 15 minutes back, it's a 15-minute shower, it's, you know, finding gym clothes, and all together, that's two hours out of a day. You know, I sleep maybe five, so now we're down to seven hours gone in the day, and, you know, I like to take a dump for about an hour every day. I'm kidding. Um, But I'm just saying, I, I understand allotting your time, especially if you've got two kids running around. I don't know how old your kids are, but I imagine they're young. Um yeah, there's, there's no right answer. Just work in, work out when you can, maybe after the kids are asleep, work out or before they get up and, uh, 
you say you work two jobs, so I imagine um, you get a lunch break. Just eat right. If it's green, it's good. I'm not talking like green M&Ms, but you know what I'm saying. I load up on the veggies and lean meats and uh, drink a bulletproof coffee in the morning. <laughs> get your blood pumping. Mm. Mm. Oh, my goodness. But um, I'm sure you're beautiful the way you are. So uh, if it's a health thing, do what you can when you can. Eat right. It's, it, it, it's not that much more expensive to eat healthy. And this is a problem that I have all the time because I go on the road, I go on a tour, and then, oh, my God, there's a White Castles. We don't have those in Colorado. I got to eat there. <laughs> and, oh, my God, Burger King's got dollar tacos now. I got to eat there. I'm just a food junkie. I don't do drugs. I don't smoke. I don't rarely, I rarely ever drink. I don't, you know, rape hookers. I don't, I don't rob banks or anything. I, none of that. But when it comes to um, shit food, high octane garbage, I'm all about it, man. I just eat the crap out of it. And my problem is when I do eat healthy, I'll make some like nice chicken breast, a little broccoli on the side or something like that. I'll eat five chicken breasts and a bag of broccoli or a whole thing of, you know, it's, it's a it's a weird thing with me. I'm addicted to food. I know it. That's going to be another episode entirely. Uh, so, Jamie, I hope you listen to that. Oh, we only got three questions left. Boo! Um, Tiffany, are you single? <laughs> I don't know, Tiffany. Uh, you know, let's just send me a little picture there. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not that shallow. Actually, I, we're all that shallow. But, uh, yes, I am single and um, not really looking to mingle, though. I uh, I try occasionally um you know sometimes i'm I'm guilty of uh here's the thing like if you're starving and then someone throws you like a delicious burrito you're gonna gobble that burrito up and you're gonna want more i'm kind of guilty about that Uh, i know we did the love sex relationships uh meat portion of in the very first episode and i didn't really cover this but I don't know if I'm very good at relationships. Not that anybody really is, but you know, I, I, I go for these like droughts, relationship droughts for a long time. Like my last actual girlfriend, like change the status type thing was two years ago. And then I had a quick one about a year before that, or maybe a year or two before that. But I haven't had like a live in like we're a couple let's share it with the world thing like wake up and go to sleep with the same person every night thing since 2012. And, um, yeah, that, that person was just, uh, very, she was, here's the thing. I'll take half the the blame for this relationship easily. And I will fess up to being just, but I almost want to blame that on her too, because she knew how to push my motherfucking buttons. And just everybody has that, that person or maybe several of those people that just know how to hit the wrong spots at the wrong times and just press those buttons until you become somebody you don't even like. And that's what I was in 2012. I did not like myself. I was miserable. And all she did was make it worse, 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 worse. And even when I thought I was doing good and trying, I wasn't doing good. It's just nothing I did mattered. It was just too far gone. We were together for about two years, I think. And, uh, you know, honestly, I'm very happy for her. She found somebody. I think she's living in Texas somewhere. She had another baby since then. But, you know, we 
rushed into it and it just we were toxic together and it, and it sucked because she was a beautiful person in and out for the most part and i'm sure if we just met today we'd be friends and I, it, it but at the same time she was very creative just a beautiful beautiful person very talented like probably one of the most talented people i've ever met in my life and um but extremely jealous extremely immature uh personally i didn't care for her parenting style uh, i I don't know. It's just, um, I, I, I think I'm better at being single. If that makes any sense. Um, I've had a few things here and there. Like, like I said, two years ago, uh, I, I thought I was like ma- massively in love with somebody and we did the whole, you know, it, it's not real unless you change your status. So we did all that and we took a thousand pictures together. We traveled the country together. We, you know, her daughter became my daughter for a time and, and she, it, that was the most, as far as like an actual relationship, that was that was it for me. I thought that was the best one. And then it just turned fucking terrible. And I had parts in that too. I'm not putting it all on her. Um, but, you know, you start seeing red flags and red flags and red flags. And then you find out she's been fucking this guy and been fucking that guy the whole time. And it's, and you know, I'm not that guy that's like super jealous. I'm not that guy that's like, you know, super monogamous by any means. Um but, you know, sometimes you find one and you're like, okay, well, this could be a real thing. And then it's not. And I was upset for maybe a week and a half and then I let it go. And it's, I haven't talked to her since. I haven't even really thought of her since. Um, I see her face once in a while because we did a show together, which is still on the side TV because it's my show and I put a whole lot of work into it. But, uh, you know, she said a lot of shit after the breakup, which was really immature and completely untrue. And it was just, uh, it was bad. because, And it sucks because... I don't think she's one of those people that can be friends with an ex, and I am totally. Um, I just, uh, I, yeah, I just it sucks because we could still be doing stuff and like productive stuff because she was another incredibly beautiful and talented person, and we could still be, you know, knocking out projects. But no, she couldn't handle just a civil breakup. So it's you know, and and every time this happens, man, and it's happened time and time and time and time again. I'm 46 years old this year. And you just start getting calloused. You get really calloused. Um, there's a girl I'm I'm still madly in love with. I mean, her name starts with an L. And we, we talk almost every day, every other day, just about still to this point. And we had a really intense, intense, uh, like, fling. Not a fling, that's a terrible word, but just an intense time together. And it was, it was very short, just a couple weeks where she lives in a couple of weeks up here. And, uh, but we talked for years before that. And we've been talking for years after that. And it's one of those things like, you know, maybe someday, but <clears throat> who knows? And it's, it's just, uh, it's, but I don't think about it like all the time. It's not, it doesn't consume me. I don't need anybody. She doesn't need anybody. It's, I don't know. This is such a simple question that I'm just turning into this big, long, complex thing. Maybe we'll have to do another episode on relationships because maybe a little more personal this time. Um, I, even recently, I had you know just uh, a thing with you know somebody, which and it, it was just, I was starved. Somebody threw me a burrito, a really good burrito, and I was like, okay, I want more. And then you know that burrito didn't want to be eaten anymore, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst metaphor ever. But anyways, yes, I'm single and uh 
if uh, <clears throat> somebody blows my mind, it's going to take somebody that blows my mind to change that. Uh, let's see here. What does the word as- asai mean? Is it like the berry? That's not how you spell the berry. And this guy's name is Barry. Maybe that's a joke. Is that a joke? Okay. Um, I just kind of wrote your first names down. I didn't know if you wanted to be, you know, spewed over my show for everybody to look up. It's, it's a creepy day and age. Like I could say this guy's name is Barry Blostein or something. And the people that are listening are going to look him up on Facebook or look him, look for him in my friends list or however, I don't even remember how I got this message, but a sigh is, um, half of the word asylum. And if you know me at all, you know, that word has been kind of, uh, hand in hand with me because I opened the uh, asylum concert club in Lawton, Oklahoma. And, uh, we, it was a big deal there for a long time. I left there. Uh, that's where asylum championship wrestling began. And then I took that down to Texas then ultimately out here to Colorado. So originally I wanted to have the asylum network, but it was just way too dark for what we do. I mean, we have shows for kids. We have shows for seniors. We have shows about, you know, addiction and homelessness and, uh, domestic violence and all, and, and all these different things. So the asylum network is not really, you know, it's not conducive to what we're doing. It's a little too dark, a little too, uh, uh, just creepy. didn't fit. So I cut the word in half and I thought it sounded good. Uh, the Asai Network, Asai TV, I think, I think it sounds great. And you can watch it at AsaiTV.com, A-S-Y-T-V.com. Now, the thing that pisses me off about the name that I didn't think about, I love my logo, I love the name, but you got to be dumb if you call it assy. <laughs> it's, there's not two S's in there. The word ass has two S's. Okay? Don't be stupid. You're just doing that to fuck with my baby. And that for that, there's, you're going to get your ass kicked eventually. I don't care who you are. I'm just going to find you and I'm going to beat you to death with a pipe in your driveway. <sighs> Is that a little too far? <laughs> Is that, I probably didn't need to go that far. Um, starting to sound like Louis C.K. over here. Anyway, um, no, it, it's uh, it's half the word asylum. I think it's uh, universal. It, I think our logo looks a little along that HBO type. And it, I think it fits. It sounds a little, some people are like, sci-fi network? No, it's not sci-fi. It's a sci-TV. I like it, okay? I'm going to run with it. We got a bunch of satellite networks that we're launching, starting with Asai Paranormal, which you can go to asyparanormal.com. Uh, Asai Classics, Asai TV Classics is going to be out soon. We're talking with, uh, trying to talk with uh, some uh, different shows in India to have Asai TV India. Uh, Asai TV Latino was another thing that we're talking about doing. So uh, give me 10 years. There's going to be different Asai networks, like completely different from each other all over the place. And uh, hopefully we'll be as big as Netflix and Hulu, but I need your help to do that. So go to asytv.com. It all starts there. And the last question, uh, it's another TV question. <laughs> Will you and Amy Duma, who's Lita from WWE, raid Area 51? And that's from Ali- Aliyah. Is that Aliyah? Aliyah? Um, no, we're not going to do that because that's dumb. And uh, honestly, I haven't been. <laughs> we got two episodes of the UFO show with Amy Duma, um, who is Lita, Hall of Fame WWE female wrestler legend. Uh, we got two episodes sitting here in a can waiting for voiceovers. So, Amy, if you're listening, uh, you know, maybe do them so we can release them. It's, it's the most featured show that we have on the network. It'd be great. Just great. If you'd uh, knock that out for me real quick. Love you, girl. Um, 
But yeah, that uh, we're not going to raid Area 51. Though, it would be cool if her availability was uh, a little better and we went down there while people actually, if they actually, I'm sure it's all a joke, but if they actually, you know, even if they were just on the outside doing tailgating stuff, it would be really fun to film that and make that a segment for the show or maybe just like a bonus special issue uh, edition or something. But uh, no, we're not going to raid Area 51. We enjoy living and uh, finding out about aliens is just not that important in the grand scheme of things. Like I said, if, if we can get a million people to uh, surround uh, Congress and get you know, two years free uh, tuition to college or, you know, college debt relief or even more important, maybe get a million people to donate a hundred bucks a piece and raise money for children's autism for their needs and maybe even a cure. Um, you know, there, there's bigger things out there. Heart disease is the number one killer in the, in, the, in the United States and pretty much the world at this point. Maybe get a million people to chip in and figure out how to, uh, you know, fix society so we're not all susceptible to that and cancer. Maybe we all get together, all races, creeds, genders, sexual preferences, and just have a gigantic party, a unification party where we don't allow ourselves to be cut up into cake size, manageable factions for, uh, you know, the people that own this planet to, uh, to pit against each other. Maybe, you know, we can all get together and uh, take care of kids that don't have enough to eat. Maybe we can all get together and, you know, have a million strong open minds and motivated people that can take care of the next natural disaster and, you know, something like Haiti. Maybe we all go down to Haiti right now together and fix that damn place. Maybe... We all do something productive. And like I said, I'm sure this is all a joke. And I know that if I posted a picture of my cat playing with her little mousy toy, that that'll get 400 likes and a bunch of comments. Oh, my God, how cute is that? Oh, my goodness. But if I posted up a fundraiser for, you know, a family that's been involved with domestic violence who's you can't pay their bills anymore because the husband's in jail, if I posted that, I'd get maybe 10 likes and two comments and raise $15. That is society today. That is what you are responsible for changing. So, I mean, I don't mean to get a negative tone here, but I don't give a fuck about area 51. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect you at all. Maybe someday it will, but right now it does not. So if you're going to put all that passion, if you're going to put all that time and effort, you're going to put all that funding into something because you know, area 51, that's a long drive. It takes hundreds of dollars to get there, you know, from wherever you're at in the country. You got to go all the way down the extraterrestrial highway. I've been there. We've done it for the UFO show, um, and and it's not worth dying for whatsoever because they will shoot you in the freaking head. Be smarter. Be better. And like I said, if you can put all that effort and funds and everything into it, maybe you should put it into something more um, productive. But yeah, that was my last question. If you've got any other questions, go to the Facebook machine. Yes, the Facebook machine, facebook.com. And then look up the Brandon Bishop podcast. You got to put the word the in front of it, the Brandon Bishop podcast. 
Ask me anything you want to ask. Comment on the shows. Tell me I suck and what I need to improve on. Or just tell me that I'm fantastic and I couldn't possibly improve on anything. But that's really cool that you guys sent in some comments and questions. I really, really, really appreciate that. Thanks for supporting Asai TV. Thanks for buying the book. Um, Bryce, just thanks for listening. It's really cool that we all get to do this. It's a social thing. I hope that eventually you'll look back on these episodes of the podcast and say, Brandon actually said something worth listening to. Maybe he made me think. Maybe he made me laugh at him. Maybe he, I, he pissed me off. Whatever. I'm here to spark emotion and create debate. And uh, whether it's something as stupid as rating Area 51 or if it's something actually productive, yeah, that's what this whole thing's about. So thank you for listening. This has been the Brandon Bishop podcast. Of course, I am Brandon Bishop. I still have half a cup of Bulletproof coffee left. So I'm going to go do another question. I got a bunch of other questions from uh, the Nine Mile Drive Wrestling Podcast, which is my other podcast. I was a wrestler for 16 years, a wrestling promoter for 13 years. I've been a fan my entire freaking life since the 70s. So I know a few things about pro wrestling, and I have a pretty unique insight on it. So if you like pro wrestling, go over wherever you're listening to this to. You can listen to it at asidepodcast.com, or you can go to iTunes or TuneIn or Spotify, Apple Music, whatever it is. We're available worldwide on every platform. Both podcasts are. So go look for the Nine Mile Drive Wrestling Podcast. Nine Mile Drive was my old finishing maneuver that I used to hit people with in the ring, pin their shoulders, one, two, three. Um, that's what it's named after. And, uh, if you like wrestling whatsoever, or you just like the sound of my voice, baby, get over to the nine mile drive wrestling podcast. And we're going to answer a whole bunch of other questions. So thank you for listening. And I look forward to talking to you next time.